Uh, this guy's called the Standing Street. Wrestling with regret, you're watching putting you over. Hey, everybody, how's it going? What's going on? Welcome to putting you over on a timeless night tonight. We're actually we're live a little bit early, about 15 minutes, 10 minutes early. Uh, I'm gonna open the zoom up. Um, and then at 10 o'clock, the MLW Tag Team Champions, Marshall and Ross, Ross, Marshall and Ross, Von Eric will join us for a few. Over is actually the correct way according to the, to the patent request. Only you, Bob, would look up the patent request on toilet paper to find out if it needs to be over or under. There they are. Oh, wrong button. This button. How's What's up, there? guys? How's it going? Oh, how how are you guys? Uh, we're doing okay. Trying to get situated a little bit. Here we go. It, did, it didn't switch. There we go. No, the camera didn't switch. You guys are now. Uh, how how would sideways? You say that, yeah. How would you say that, Vanessa? They're sideways. Okay. Here. here okay. Okay. Let's figure. It. We'll just do it straight up. Let's go. Uh, How's so, that? Yep, that'll work. A little better. Yeah, it's better. It's all good. Cool. Uh, I like first, your shirt, man. Thank you. Uh, you know, it's not one of the original old school Savage ones. It's it's a pro wrestling tease one, I'm sure, probably. But uh, still yeah, sick, <laughs> but uh, still sick. The, and, it's uh, the wrestler you stand for that's sick. That's, that's cool. right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, exactly. Uh, how are you boys tonight? What time is it over there? Pretty good. It's about it's midday for us. Or yeah, yeah, yeah. Just you know, just doing our normal daily routine right now. You know, just going throughout our day pretty much. But uh, yeah, well, I was actually good. in the middle of mowing and then uh, stopped a little bit. Say what's up to you. See, yeah. see how things are going. <laughs> yeah, things are things are going fine. Um, I'm lucky uh, because for some reason my wife wants to do all of the lawn mowing. She wants to ride the lawnmower and ride. I don't have to do anything. And I get my kids to do the trim, and I just don't do it. And um, my Man, wife, you know how to live. 
I, that's the name of the game right there. I, I try. You, and, yeah. You figured it out. I, I, my brother I said I lost my. Too. my <laughs> that's oh, what, you the, oh, wow. Um, <laughs> Man, that's awesome. My brother says I, I, I lost I my, my man card. Uh, mow one time, or she mowed a couple times, but yeah, if, it, if weed eating, I guess, hurts her shin, so she makes me do it. Oh, man. <laughs> yeah, I can't. If my wife gets out there and starts pulling up the weeds, like, she, I don't know why we're talking about this, but, so we'll be going somewhere. We'll be getting ready to go somewhere, and we'll be walking out to the car, and she'll just stop and start picking the weeds, and it it just, like, derails everything, and I'm I'm like, hell, what are you doing? <laughs> But oh, that's man. a gift. I mean, that's that's crazy. Yeah, I need. Why need to hang out? Yeah, it makes us feel like we need to be doing more. <laughs> I don't know. I do. I I think things are reversed here in our house. Like I do, all the all the. I do every. I don't know. I don't know. I do a lot. So I think that's why my wife. Well, plus my wife. I don't know. Yeah, she, yeah. You she, should score. Good balance. Yeah, it good, is a team. good balance. Tag team. She always wanted a riding lawnmower. She got one, and now I guess that works out for me. Yeah. But um, you, you guys said uh, you're in Hawaii, right? You guys are doing your training down there, which I think is unique because, or saying sharp, uh, and I think it's unique because you guys don't have a ring. Like you're training with with cliffs and rocks and beaches and and uh, yep. right? Isn't that so? You got filthy Tom Lawler who's in his garage, uh, training. Um, yeah, yeah. Yeah, he's uh not too fond of you guys right now, but no, yeah, yeah. and it's mutual for sure. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, and we'll we'll go back to the a little bit of the past. You guys start um in a little bit, but MLW, you know, just had some news past couple days today, even as well. You guys got the restart coming on the twelfth. How pumped are you guys for that? Oh man, we couldn't be more excited. It just feels like it's been forever. I don't know how many months it's been, but it just, it feels like it's been over a year. We're just so happy to get back in the ring. You know, like you said, we've been training on the beach, you know, lifting, uh, you know, lifting weights, you know, lifting rocks, you know, just trying to stay sharp best we can, but man, nothing compares to getting in there with, with, uh, some, com- some competition some different competition. We're just trying to, we're trying to make the most of uh, the situation that we're in. Since we do have cliffs, it's good to have that adrenaline rush feeling. Cause that's kind of it's kind of that wrestling match vibe, and so yeah, we go jump off high stuff. It it, it gets that it gets that uh, adrenaline where it needs to be, I think. Because when it's a foreign thing, then you're more free to take chances and and and. But if you're jumping off high stuff all the time, it almost feels like okay, it's natural. We're trying to be comfortable on the edge. So. <laughs> I I don't. So we like to live. Yeah, on the I couldn't do that. I I saw. I think it was. Uh, I think it was you, Ross. I saw you uh, jump off a cliff. I think your dad might have tweeted it or something. Uh, I, I, I was oh, yeah, like, good, good, good God. Oh, man, I couldn't do that. I could not. But you mentioned oh, something there. You mentioned chance, chances. Uh, you guys live by a little uh, motto, a chance a day, right? What, what, is, what does that mean? Oh, yeah. You heard of that? Yeah. Yeah. We, we, we call it take a, ch- take a chance a day. My dad and his, um, and his brothers used to do it, whether it was like climbing a tower or uh, – this, that's what they used to do. They they would be going like in the middle of Oklahoma, middle of a town, and climb a climb a tall tower. As they call it take take a chance a day, jump off something high, scuba dive at nighttime, something you know, just try to get out of your comfort zone a little bit, kind of push yourself a little bit, like just once a day, you know. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. and if we feel like if we're doing that, we're progressing, you know, and <laughs> and you know we're we're getting to where we need to be. We got really weird standards. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say like like what what is like. 
what are the, what are the, some of the most unique ways you guys train and stay sharp in 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 Hawaii? You guys don't even have a ring, right? No, we don't have a ring. I mean, the, it's it's we got the beach. Yeah, we, we go to the beach, and like I said, we, yeah, we we jump off cliffs. There's rivers here. We're we're uh, if we're cardio, we'll run up that. We have a mountain in our in our yard. It's not in our yard, but it's behind our yard, and we'll go run up that for cardio. Uh, we go hunting a lot. It's just a really active, outdoorsy lifestyle that we try to we use it. We, we, we just try to use it to, for an advantage in wrestling because, you know, yeah, not having a ring is hard because anytime we've had a ring, access to a ring, it's been awesome to, you know, to be able to bounce off the ropes. You know what you're feeling then is what you're going to feel when you're in the ring. And it's um, it, it, does, it does make it a little more difficult. That's why we, yeah, we, we try to be creative. We'll find two trees that are close, tie three sets of ropes on them. So we got ropes so we can bang, uh, bounce against the ropes. We look crazy, though, to like tourists and people that are oh, on yeah. the island. We're sitting there giving each other flying hurricane ranas and <laughs> power bombs and into the water and stuff. It's like two big little kids. Yeah. Not much changed since we were kids. <laughs> I was just going to say, was there a lot of that growing up? Oh, a ton um, of it. Oh, that's all we did. I mean, I'm surprised we weren't one of those, you know, horror stories of a big brother power bombing his little brother on, you know, under the, yeah. under the floor or whatever. I always had to try stuff first. He would do it on me. I want to try this move on you. And then I, I would, if, if it was too aggressive or too whatever, I'd, be, I'd run home. I'd run inside crying until dad. Yeah. Dad, Off the house, onto the trampoline kind of thing. You know, there was a lot of gruesome injuries as kids more so than now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I got uh, I got that same feeling, uh, probably to a lesser extent though. But I have two younger brothers; they're both twins, and we used to wrestle all the time. That's what kids do, especially wrestling fans. Yeah, and uh, I I would try try moves on them all the time, and uh, I just, I <laughs> you just, test them. Yeah, it was I try. Well, they'll probably thank you for, thank you for it now. Yeah, yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure. <laughs> but um, we we were, literally were just talking about that before you guys came on. Um, one of the reasons I fell in love. Uh, with the Von Erics back when I was a kid um, was because I love the fact that uh, the claw was the finisher and it, the claws an easy move to do. And it was so over and it was sold so well that as a kid, as a fan wrestling with my brothers, I felt I was relate relatable because I could put my finisher, the claw on my brothers yeah. And put them out. I didn't need to know anything. I just said that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And it was so over. Yeah. It was great. So. That, that, that really is. A, I, I was I was talking I was talking to my dad about that the other day, and like I I really do love the finish because you can be creative with yeah. it too and do claw slams and there's probably submissions you can do with it, but it's just I, I I'm so my grandfather he had this crazy big hands yeah. and they're all his fingers were all broken so it looked all crazy, but. It was like a perfect move for him because his hands were so big and and you know my dad said because that was that was in the family that was the, that was almost the gimmick it almost became real because we always do upside down push-ups on our fingertips we're doing weird hand workouts working on the farm you you, you, you kind of uh, you just get farmer strength in your knuckles yeah. and your fingers and stuff yeah we got le legitly strong grips like like I like a lot of it is just from doing these workouts and stuff these upside down push-ups and stuff but. You know, like my dad said, you know, doing the claw every night, you know, it really does get strong, you know, and yeah. I, you know, I, you feel the power sometimes, you know, and the guys kind of complain a little bit. But if you ever do it to somebody like you did it to your brother or whatever, yeah. it, it's, it, it really, I mean, you, you, if you, if some guys have like the perfect head for it, like we've wrestled a few guys that are like made, like their head is made to get squeezed. I don't know, like it caves into the right spot, fits your fingers. <laughs> 
but it's got like, the finger holes. Yeah, yeah the, it's like a bowling ball, and you can just squeeze it. But it, it's it's crazy. It's 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 crazy that you that you there's so much strength in the hand. Who who I have to ask who has the best head for the claw? Oh, okay. Yeah, I know. I, I have the answer for that. Wait a second. We, I, I, there, there's a few guys that I was like, oh my gosh. Some guys have a horrible head for it. I wrestled a guy in Missouri. His head was way too round. I can't, um, I can't remember his name, but it was way too round, and my hand just my hand was like just basically wide open on his head. It was so big. <laughs> but um, okay, there's a few guys that have great right, heads. Ricky like, Marvin. He he's got a great head for it. He's a, a friend of ours, a luchador. Um, yeah. I just remember right when I put the claw on him that time, this one time in Japan, I was like. Yeah, this just feels right. It feels like just putting on a glove that fits perfectly. It's, just, it's hard to explain. Yeah. But when yeah. you get the feeling, you know it. I called him one time. Yeah, no, that was a, that, he's a good one for sure. There's, there's a, a, lot, a lot of Japanese wrestlers we've wrestled, but um, as far as MLW, uh, I, didn't, I didn't, I haven't got a chance to claw Tom yet. Have you? Yeah, you did, didn't you? Uh, His head looks like it's made for clawing. <laughs> it's I, got divots all in it, man. It's, yeah. it's all dented up. It's it's perfect. We've had like 15, 30-minute long conversations, and I've heard nothing because I was just looking at his head. Like, man, that, that would feel so good just to squeeze. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And he shaved his head, so it would probably be much easier now. So. Yeah, I know. Yeah, shake his head. Sure, sure, yeah. sure. <laughs> um, you guys were, were excelled in uh, athletics, uh, football, and track. Um, but – what what was that aha moment where you guys said to yourselves, "Well, I'm a, I want to be a wrestler now." And and what was your dad's initial reaction? Uh, well, I think it first started out, you know, with football. I mean, we've used this expression before, but we're we've said we we were like the the happy Gilmore of our football team or mm. hockey team, whatever you know team we we're at. Just like we're the most aggressive, gung ho guy on the team. Like yes, coach guy. But um, just not that good, you know. At we the athletics were there, like uh, I I could I could throw pretty far, I could do a lot of things pretty good, but there was no sport I could find where I could bring it all together, and and make it all line up until wrestling, you know. Like we can jump high, we we can do some athletic stuff, you know. We're you know decently strong. We had all these weird qualities that were like they were good, but like they didn't match into a sport. Like maybe rugby would have been good, maybe yeah, just but, or something. Yeah. But it was just we couldn't really find our place. And then when we uh, we started wrestling, the moves uh, started coming like easy. At first, it was it was pretty it was a foreign thing. But when we went to Japan and they pounded the fundamentals in us, moves started becoming like really comfortable, and we were picking up things a lot faster than the other young boys. And um, that's what they call the the young yeah. Japanese wrestlers coming in. And so uh, that that's when I started to notice that 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 hey this this might be for us. But then. Um, you know, being in Japan, we're wrestling every single night, sometimes five five times a week. Uh, it, your you know your body's getting sore. I was a 19 year old kid, and I didn't know if it, this is the right thing for me. I mean, am I doing the right thing? I'm, I'm in a different country. Miss my parents. I was you know we were young, but um, it was that one. I uh, there's this one story. My dad. Uh, I told my dad later on, and that's how we knew we were supposed to be in wrestling. But we were, I believe, it was Kirken Hall. And uh, we're on the roof. We like to get on the roof sometimes just to get away from the crowds and get away from the people. And uh, we were just up there talking, getting our minds together. And um, yeah, I got on Ross's shoulders and we wrote, uh, we carved our name into this uh, this brick wall. Like real, we we got high up so nobody could uh, wipe it off or yeah. clean it off. So so that's so that's why we got on each other's shoulders and uh, wrote Marshall Ross Von Eric. And then I think we drew like a little eagle with a rock that we found. It was we just carved it in there. 
forgot about it, walked on the other side of the building. And then, uh, you know, we're talking about, talking about something else. And we looked up and we saw David uh, and Kevin in, in a little Yeah, there's this really faded, like, symbol. It looked like a shape, you know, kind of like a D. And we, like, we got up there to get a look a little, get a better, closer look at it. And it, and, you know, it was, like, it was, it was, it was Kev, Dave, uh, I think it said 82 or something. Yeah, a yeah. year. But I mean, it just filled, it filled us with like goosebumps. We're just like, okay, this is, and it was at the time when I was like, I was, I was telling, I was like, man, maybe we should just do this tour and then go like try to play football, find something else. Cause we just didn't feel like we were very good and we didn't want to embarrass our name and embarrass our family. Yeah, you know, because we were, we were, you know, we're real critical on ourselves. Yeah. You know, we, we want to, you know, we know what my family did and we want to, we don't want to just do wrestling. You know, we want to, you know, pour our hearts into yeah, it. Exactly. And, and these people that, that I don't want people to, to, to look up to me if I'm not, if I'm not completely committed and, and loving it. And, and, and so when I saw that, it, it, it made me feel that, okay, I'm not in control. There's, there, there's, a, there's a reason why we're here. And uh, so all we can do is our best. And we, we saw that as a commitment and confirmation that, okay, this is a door that God opened. We didn't open this door. We, we, we went to go do other things and it slammed in our face. And so this is, this is, this is it for us. Yeah. Is it, is it hard to, to uh, live up to, to balance the, the life of, of, of being a third generation of Von Eric and uh, forging your own path? Um, is i mean there has to be uh, stressors to yeah to that balance yeah you know it you know perspective is is really key because yes you know like we we know what my dad and uncles did you know they made such an impact you know and to to think to be as you know cocky to say oh we're gonna go and do that exact same thing you know, that like what a you know what pressure that would be to put on yourself yeah. you know so we just have to make sure our mindset's are are right you know we can sleep good at night knowing we did our best every night so our 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 mantra is just give it your all pour your guts out every night you know if we do that then we feel like we're, we're doing our best you know we're making our family proud we're making our uncles and my grandfather proud you know you know the, yeah there's definitely the, that pressure is real it's, it's definitely real but it's just yeah like he said my brother said a perspective and I'm not meaning to like sound preachy or anything, but this is this is a personal question for us, and this is the reason we don't go crazy and and and, and scared or whatever. Is we are Christian, and so we, it's you know we, we kind of we're we're not like religious people though. I mean, we read the Bible, and we just we we both have personal personal relationships. I've seen God do things in my life. I was I was going through depression. I was going through all this stuff and, uh, and feeling pressure from wrestling and all these things. And I found out that I didn't make anything to make wrestling happen. It was a one thing in my life that. Everything that I did slammed in my face. I tried to be a football player. I tried. He tried to own a MacNut business. We tried to sell insurance. Everything slammed in our face except for wrestling. That's the one door that always stayed open. And so I, it was the one door that I didn't try to keep open either. Because honestly, I didn't yeah. love it at first. I thought I was embarrassing myself. And and so knowing that, knowing that I, this door is open by by him, what made it made it almost took like the pressure off in a way. Like okay, if I'm obviously supposed to be here. And when we looked at wrestling more so than. Uh, just trying to get famous and over and uh, we started looking at it, it as like man all these fans that are here they all got stories and they all have they're they're they all have a a reason of being here and and a lot of them you know a lot of these guys uh, they lost their moms lost their dads they have a rough story yeah. they're and they're coming to a wrestling show to 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 let go to, 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 to some relief and you know your boss fired your boss is yelling at you whatever you can go and pretend the heels your boss or whatever you know and 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 and, and, and you know to take it's a load. It's a it's a load off, and 
it was when we went to we went to Israel, believe it or not. We're wrestling in Israel for my dad's retirement match. And yeah. I just saw every kind of person, Arab, uh, Arab Muslims, Jews, and they were all booing together, cheering together, had their arms around each wow. other. It was just, I was just like, man, over freaking wrestling. These people are, are bonding over wrestling. And, and it just, it, it changed my perspective. Because I was very not religious before that. And I'm not a religious person at all. I, I, I'm, not, I'm not like a repent you're going to hell at all right. it's, it's 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 god's goodness that found me and and, and that, that brought me to where i'm at now and it's all it's i don't know anything i'm not it's like god would use us because we're the least not because we're greater than anybody else yeah yeah god god must be a wrestling fan i think I, he definitely is. Yeah. Me and my dad talk about that all the time. Yeah. So my dad said, "That's what we think we're gonna do in, in heaven. We're gonna be wrestling in main event shows." <laughs> There's gonna be yeah, that's gonna be great up there. But um, oh man, yeah. Um, you, you talked about Japan and how Japan beat the fundamentals into you. I, I like the way you guys said that. They beat it, and I I uh, picture it as you guys are like these really rough edged. Uh, rocks that were put in a river. The river is Japan, and it, it smoothed you out. It beat beat it out of you. It made you who you guys are yeah. now. Um, but you even said it yourself. I think it was you, Marshall, said you weren't sure this is what you were gonna do. You, you were gonna do the tour in Japan for Noah, and then and then pack it in, and then that wasn't gonna be it. Um, yeah. So, Court Bauer is basically where I'm trying to get to here in MLW. What what is what does Court mean to you guys? Oh my gosh. So, oh, so it was crazy. So Japan was the first time when we we're like, okay, maybe we should hang the boots up in Ross's words. Not mine. Yeah. Mine would be get a pedicure <laughs> and say I'm done. But, but, oh boy. No, but, uh, but we, we were, it was, we started doing Texas shows. We're doing a lot of work for world class revolution. Um, the promoter's name is Jerry Bostic. And when we owe that guy a lot, someone he's, he was flying us out every week from Hawaii to do these Texas shows. And, really helping us believed in us and and it was it was crazy that, that he was in our lives at that time and um it, it was just we were doing it, it became a you know an, ex, an expensive hobby i i, I had a i um we were both we, we were both just like in just weird positions if uh it's like were we doing the right thing with wrestling or if it was again it came in like do, do we stay on the indie circuit or do we yeah. Cause we didn't want to go to WWE. That's one thing we knew for sure. Yeah, we, that was the only certain thing in our career. We never ever wanted to go to WWE. Still to right now. How, uh, how come? He's really has, has no interest. Be, I just, you know, it was weird. So we got offered to go, uh, we got offered to go to a tryout. That, that's really all it was. I, I think it was Jim Ross put in a word or yeah. something. I don't know how it happened, but they called the email list. We're both just like, okay, man, here, this is supposed to be it. This is whatever every, every guy's dream is. And, um, it was about two weeks before we gave him our answer. We were both we we're sitting at the gym working out, and both just like looked at each other, and it just it it was weird. We it just both, wasn't sitting right. It somehow. wasn't sitting right for yeah. me or him. And I was having like bad dreams about going. Like I felt like it wouldn't. And uh, we went to a Hall of Fame. Like in, I believe it was in 2009. We went to a Hall of Fame, and I was watching all the wrestlers talk to everybody, and I was just watching like you know these are the guys that made it. And um, I don't know. It's just like. I was like, man, this is it. I, I feel like there's so much more to, to, to wrestling than just being like a, a famous over guy. And then once you sign with them, you know, you're, you're a, you're a number and a, yeah. you know, they have a, they have a huge roster. I mean, they, they, they're, what they're doing is, is awesome. They're employing a lot of guys, but I would just be a number. And I, we didn't feel like we were at the place where we wanted, if we, if I ever did want to go to a big company, yeah. I would want to be, I wanted to give them my best, uh, my, my best 
best qualities. I wanted to give them, give them my best. And I didn't feel like I was at my best at that time. We, we both didn't. We felt like we had a lot of work to do and to say, okay, here we're, we're, we're at our best. Here we are, WWE. We didn't feel like that. And also the schedule um, from my dad's yeah. life, we got to see that, you know, we learned from him that family is extremely important and, it, and family does go. And, and so, you know, it, we would be wrestling 350 nights out of the year, however much, however many nights it is, moving to Florida, moving away from the family, getting away from everybody. And um, it was just, it was just, uh, it, it didn't, it didn't set right. And so after that decision, we didn't know if we made the right decision by not going. And so we stuck on the indie scene for a little bit, for a while, for a few years and uh, went to Israel a couple of times or yeah, Israel, went to UK, went to Japan, back to Japan. And so we were comfortable with where we were at. And then we started working every week with World Class Revolution, and uh, the shows were getting bigger. We did a wrestling show at uh, the University of North Texas during uh, a football game, and had like five or six thousand people there. The shows were getting really good, and um, it was as after after that show, we went and did uh, I think one or one or two more shows, and we were both just, you know, uh, you know. Is, is this yeah, the yeah, right yeah. Thing where, where is this? Where is this all leading to? We're, you know, we kind of got to that same, started having that same feeling. Like we need to have some know, insurance. Like, yeah, where are we going from here? You know, and then like long term insurance. Yeah, know? and it was about that time that we heard from from MLW. You know, we had, we had always known about MLW. Man, what a different product. Yeah. That's so we're just fans of the sport. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we 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 loved MLW from the start. Actually, before the the restart, we we really loved it. Like back in the day, even. Yeah. And but uh, when court messaged us, it was we were just we were sitting in uh, this our buddy's house in Texas, and I was like, man, it, it, um, the the scary question that was in my conscience and his conscience, hey, do you think we should keep doing this like wrestling? And that's what we've always with one was negative or with one was doubtful about it, the other one was positive. One, if I was negative, he was positive. It was weird. Yeah. We're never on the same page about it. this. Is the first time we're both not really feeling it, and um, and I was like, I don't know. I feel like I feel like we're in it for maybe like the kids or. The, the the whatever reason and um not really i'm not in it for fans i'm more in it because it's like yeah the, the kids that get to come to the show and can share it turn, turn it into like that and it was weird court bauer just emailed us out of nowhere and we just looked at each other and just like okay this is it because we we're just talking about quitting and that was that door we we're yep. trying to shut yeah. kick back open and now we could not be happier it feels like a revival for our wrestling careers revival for us as just as wrestlers we've never been this happy and had this much fun in wrestling before yeah. in our lives. Yeah, it's de it definitely shows, man. I love, I preach MLW all the time when I'm on here. Mm. Um, and it's just, it's just great stuff. We got the restart coming in, I think October. Um, you guys are the tag team champs. Uh, is who, who could be gunning for those titles? Anybody, who would you like to be? Well, in that's, the ring with? That, that's the thing is, is yeah. now that we're, now that we're champions, we were talking about this the other day. A true champion should be ready for anything, and also, and and so, we know we're not we're not going to be wrestling just competitive wrestlers. There's there's going to be guys like like the Filthy Squad that yep. are going to come with their crazy antics and try to cheat. But a true champion, we, we don't want to sit there after a loss and sit there and make excuses. A true champion really is prepared in all circumstances. We're we're training ourselves uh, for, 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 for men that cheat right now, we're, we're trying to train ourselves in, in, in every situation that we can. And so that, that was so we can make no excuses. And so we're, we're, we're trying to be ready for anything. And yeah, that, that's, that's really it. But I mean, filthy squad, those guys are not chumps for sure. They're, they're, Tom Lawler was a UFC fighter. Yeah. He's, he's a great athlete. Um, King Mo, great athlete, knock people out all the time. Dominic Greeny, 
And Dominic uh, Green. Yeah, Dominic Greeny. Yeah. Also, you know, it's a great grappler, great fighter. And uh, Rip, on the other hand, nah, he's, he's, that's Rip. The Rip Bonner. He's, he's a fake guy. He's a, he's a ripoff. But uh, other than him, Eric Stevens, a great athlete. Yeah. But but all the guys, Brian Pillman, every guy at MLW, uh, Myron Reed, Jordan Oliver, MLW is just stacked with talent. Yeah. Harry Smith, uh, and the list goes on. Everybody that's in MLW is there for a reason. And you so, know, and we heard they're bringing in new new guys and stuff. So you know, our mentality is just you know expect the unexpected. Who knows? You know what's going to happen. I know they're bringing guys in. They want to. They want to see us defend these belts, you know, and so we're just going to be ready for anything, whatever they throw at us. Yeah, I think Court Bauer, like, an hour ago, maybe two hours ago. I don't think that guy sleeps, first of all. He's always – No, no, that's I, just, I, I agree with you. I'm not sure if he does. He's like the – he's the modern-day Paul Heyman. He, he's like the – the before our shows, before our matches and stuff, he'll give us, like, pep talks, and it just, like, I don't know, it just – it pumps you up so much. It, it's It's – Exactly what you need to hear before uh, before a show. That locker room before a show starts, it's like a it's like a football locker room. Guys are just like yelling, pump, can't wait to get out there and entertain. It's like the closest thing I can I, I can imagine to like gladiators. So that's what it, that's what yeah. it really does feel. It's like, like that any given Sunday uh, locker room yeah. speech, you know that kind of vibe. And every, every guy in there would yeah would run through a brick wall for court because you know all of his men they 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 love him and they, they'll do anything for him. And he's a great boss to have he really is and he's he's non-stop he's always wanting mlw to grow more and more and more we found out about the zone that was like so sick I, we already watched the zone all the time yeah we were just we were just saying that about all the moves they're making you guys can be found everywhere what do we say uh the zone fubu was it fubu yeah, sports FUBU. um and FUBU sport. Sport. yeah being sports so being sports too yeah, yeah. We're everywhere now. I mean, and there's and, probably more that we're yeah, and he's yeah. and he's probably got some stuff in the works. You know, he's got probably got several things in the works right now. Yeah, he just you know, announced so he signed know. someone too, but we'll have to find out who that is tomorrow, I suppose. I know. I wish he told us too. Like we're we're finding out with you guys. Yeah, I know. Yeah, <laughs> they don't tell us anything. By the way, we're just we're just like everyone else. Um. Well, boys, um, I look forward to the return MLW, uh, the restart. I guess is what they're calling it. Um, you seen you guys back in the ring defending those tag titles as fighting champions, but but I have to ask: Do you does either one of you have aspirations uh, to go the singles route or chase a singles title? Uh, you know, we've we've done like in the beginning of our yeah. career in Japan. You know, we've done singles yeah. matches and stuff, and uh, like our, our, our parts. Be honest, I'm I'm like a crazy ex girlfriend. If he starts going single match on me. I'm gonna, He's gonna get jealous. I'm gonna get jealous. <laughs> this is how it works. This, uh, yeah. We got got a it's bromance going on. <laughs> no, we we try we tried single we tried singles uh, single stuff. We both love it. We love singles matches, but just tag has been our passion and love our whole lives. Like we used to love the Hardy brothers so so much. We we got to uh, we met we met them a couple times at some TNA shows and other shows that we've done. But they, they were like uh, we loved them like just just the fact that they were brothers we thought that was so awesome yeah. they're brothers and they're doing it and we were kids at the time jumping on the bed watching WWE like that could be us one day and when they but when they turned on each other that was just like the one of the it was like depressing I remember I didn't want to go to school the next day we were so bummed yeah. out and then we made a we made an oath to each other that day I remember we spit on each other's hands and shook hands and like like hey we're never if we're when we, yeah. once we're wrestlers we're never yeah, ever breaking yeah, out. Yeah. One day when we're big time wrestlers we'll, we and we're champions we're not gonna turn on each other you know and, and we we remember that day. I remember that ever, day ever since now. Yeah. Like you know we're uh, babies or whatever yeah. seven and 
12 or however whatever the age difference is yeah. but it was it was it was it was really it was, it was pretty hard it was it was hard to see that but singles wrestler single wrestling it's a lot of fun we get to see what what the other one really like brings to the table and stuff and i like i enjoy watching my brother's singles matches i and you better enjoy mine no and likewise for sure. <laughs> I, I, I i enjoy watching them but it is it's for me i like to be in the ring with them probably the same way because you never know what's going to happen it sucks seeing like three guys jump on your brother yeah. and you're in the back there's nothing you can do about it it's a really really does uh, not it doesn't sit well like when i was having that title match and then tom decided to hit me with a chair yeah. you know yeah. it would have been nice to have a guy in my corner too you know I'm, yeah that's what i'm saying that was that was really frustrating <laughs> well I, I cried during that match right yeah really <laughs> oh man I, Thanks, al- I, I i almost did to be honest uh, don't, you don't like, tell okay that. you don't tell people uh, okay that's, that's right that's true keep okay, it's yeah, okay we'll just edit it out yeah that's we'll okay. edit that yeah. <laughs> perfect, perfect. i cried too for, for editing this stuff out i cried too <laughs> we're being honest uh, um anyways ross and marshall uh i i you guys are are so great to give us this time uh the big time difference you just you just finished mowing your lawn uh, sometime I'll give your wife some, some tips or have my wife come on and give... I appreciate it, man. I was just about to go tell my wife, Hey, hop on the mower. I'm, I'm done for the day. <laughs> yeah. Right. Done for life. <laughs> yeah. Um, but uh, I greatly appreciate it. But what I do at the end of every one of our, our segments here is I'm going to give you guys the mic. You guys can put over anything you want. Can, can let us know, bury anyone you want, say anything you want. Uh, I will not interrupt. Okay. 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 Well, well, the Von Eric brothers, we're so happy to be here. Go follow us at uh, Marshall Von Eric on Twitter and at Ross Von Eric on Twitter. And uh, that's really it. We're super, yeah. we're super happy that we're doing what we love as wrestlers. It's Filthy just, squads going down, that's for sure. Yeah, Tom, Tom's going down. All and, of them. And uh, what I wanted to put over was my cannonball. When I when I when I when I'm in the corner and I do this. Yeah. I want everybody to scream cannonball at the same time. There's been a, there's been some miscommunication. That's like that's like his dream, and he's never gotten it right. But uh, he's working on it. And one uh, day I'm gonna do this, and I'm gonna say cannonball, and the whole crowd's gonna say it at the same time. <laughs> well, that, that, that that day is that day's coming. But like this is this is how I need to I need to tell people first. Yeah, we'll we'll yeah, get yeah, that. Start small. That. Yes, definitely. <laughs> yeah, get we'll, get there, we'll get there. We'll get there. For sure. But thank you, bro. Thank you so much oh, for having us. Anytime, man. Anytime. Thanks for coming on. Oh, by uh, the way, killer yeah. beard. I, I, I like your beard. Do you think really so? Mine in the sliding. Yeah. yeah, I liked it a lot. I'm a little jealous. I'm yeah, man, you're, you're putting us both to shame. This right is now. my quarantine beard. This is what happens when you have three daughters and you're stuck at home for, for since March. No, I, I, I was there. I yeah. was there. I, I shaved it yesterday. And, I'm you know, like it's uh, after you shave your beard, you go through like a day of shame. Yeah. I, I don't I just feel like not really. I don't want to look at anybody. <laughs> like I kind of I'm so happy I'm wearing a mask. Uh, yeah. The mask has been like a good thing. <laughs> yes, I can cover my my shame. <laughs> there you go. Don't shave the shame. Oh, boy. <laughs> uh, good sound bite. There you go. Um, all right, guys, I'll let you guys go. Uh, have yourself a wonderful night. Run the rest of your evening and uh, we'll, we'll be in touch soon, man. Thanks for coming on. Thank awesome. you guys yeah, for having us. Thank, Thank you so much. Later. Full screen. Where's my butter button? Oh, there we go. Awesome. Wow. That was that was a lot of fun. Uh, this guy's called the Standing Streamer.
the champ is here.